How can you not dance to that? Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Reagan finds whatever theme music she wants, and she just busts a move. Yeah. That's it's great. What, that's what you do. You dance. We, yeah, we dance a lot. It's all very, about the dance. <laughs> very uncoordinated dancing. Yes. I, that's all it's about is uncoordinated. <laughs> that's all I'm about anyway. Uh, all um, right, guys. Yeah. Welcome to Happily Never After. Uh, with Reagan Love Campbell. And the fabulous Dr. Robin. Yes, we are here. Yeah. We are switching some stuff up. Lord. again. Um, <laughs> along came a nanny. Again, this is the summer of bad titles. And so we went on um, Hallmark Movies Now mm-hmm. and started picking bad titles. And some of them we jumped ship on because not only was it a bad title, but the first five minutes made it horrible. It was a bad movie. Yeah. And, and Good even, call. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we decided to go with Along Came a Nanny because you can't get much worse than that. No, I mean, that's basically every working woman's nightmare is Along Came a Nanny, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we have on Lifetime, if you watch any movie with a nanny, the nanny is killing yes. the wife. Or and- the nanny's getting killed. Heard one of those. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> that was special. Yeah. Mm. That was a plot twist. Plot twist. Watch. What, uh, listen to Lifetime Uncorked because they do a yes. lot of the nanny ones. <laughs> We're like devious nanny. Yeah, the nanny's like trying to get all up on the the hu- husband, and like the wife needs to get out, and yeah. she's gonna destroy. I, the, it's crazy shit. Listen, people, do not let a good-looking twenty-year-old woman work in your house ha- and live in your house. Let's see, Jude Law, uh, right? Ben Affleck, right? Wasn't he accused? I don't know yes. if it was actually real. And these men are cheating on. Like Jennifer Garner, Sienna Miller, like these Who does are smoking hot actress rich ladies that are having their babies, and they are just disrespecting them like this. Oh my goodness! Twenty-year-old's gonna fall all over a guy. Like, oh god. I think we all did at one point when we were in our late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Well, and Jude Law, like, who's not gonna get up on that? Well, true. Sorry, but <laughs> call it quits, honey. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway. But anywho, this had nothing to do with that. None of that. <laughs> so it was it was quite interesting. It, it threw me for a loop. But this is our first, um, to say the least, to, y'all, to say the least, people. Um, this is what is it called? Hallmark movies and mystery. Hallmark movies and mysteries. So this is our first like mystery. And I'm thinking, okay, it's a mystery. It's not going to be lovey dovey. It was still like. It was still zeroed in in five minutes and found the love connection that was going to take all of a week to form. Oh my gosh. Hokey and corny as hell. Like just, (laughs) oh, the fight scene at the end. Anyway, we'll get there. (laughs) So the basic synopsis is we got this super rich, completely white neighborhood, (laughs) right? Because no one would believe that anyone who looks ethnic at all would be anything but, you know, the guy that works at the tire shop. Pretty much. Um... And there's been a string of break-ins, meaning six break-ins in two months, which in Baltimore is a light, a light month. Probably in uh, North Charlotte at the same time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, the mayor, I guess, lives, the current mayor lives in this neighborhood and she's up for re-election. So she's on the cops. The cops are upset. The neighborhood's upset. Um, Straight drama people. Yeah. Ten minutes in, you know exactly what's going on and who did it and why. Um... <laughs> And yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's Cameron Matheson. So, oh. I mean, he makes it enjoyable because he can take a hokey plot and make it fun. 
de-fucking-lightful. <laughs> yes. He's the, just a great guy. Yeah. Like, you just want him to be your neighbor, your nanny. Yeah. Yeah. You're you, everything. You want to be his nanny. <laughs> Except his wife is more gorgeous than gorgeous. Yes. And the whole family is Yeah, I know. Amazing. But the thing about Cameron Matheson, too, he's almost, for me, a little bit like um, uh, Rob Lowe in Parks and Rec. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where he's like... Like, super excitable. Yes. And he's always got, like, glowing-ass eyes. He does. <laughs> and you're just like, are you always like that? Yeah. Because, just, like... That has to go away. He never gets depressed. He never gets sad. Oh, you know he does. You know it's probably does. a very dark scene, I feel like, if Cameron is upset. Maybe, but he's also on Retainer by Hallmark. <laughs> and then oh, where yeah. else does he work? Like, E.T.? He works at E.T. He does, like, a some sort of Commentary hosting or whatever, yeah. right? But now he's also... There was a lot of... Let me tell you, there was a lot of uh, controversy and hubbub about, what? I guess, ha- so the Hallmark Channel has this, like, home and family, like, network or home and family, like, talk show. Okay. And they must have, like, ousted some of the old hosts, and they brought in Cameron Matheson and some other woman, I don't know, I don't remember, sorry, people, um, who she is, I'm sure some of y'all already know this, but they brought him in as like the new male host of, or mm-hmm. co-host of this home and family show, which is basically them just like bringing on all these Hallmark actors and interviewing them yeah. and doing other lame shit, like cooking and shit. It's you like know the, what I mean? the Christian right, the view. It's the Christian right, the view, right. <laughs> mixed in with a little bit of the chew. You know okay. what I mean? They'd be cooking and shit. Okay. So. Fair. <laughs> All right. Make well, quesadillas and shit that you already so know how to make. So people got mad that Catherine... <laughs> Catherine. That Cameron came on. Gosh, we're all sorts of great. It's late for us people. And today was the first day of school first for both our kids. First day of school, man. We are exhausted. I'm fucking tired, yo. But we need this. We need this. So. So what was the controversy over? I guess the way they ousted the old hosts oh. or something. How can you get mad at Cameron? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody. Does. I follow him on Instagram just because even if I'm having a horrible day, he just does make you smile. He brightens your day, people. Yeah. He brightens your fucking day. Yeah. Okay. And okay. then um, Sarah Lancaster is the yes. uh, the female lead in this one. She plays yeah. a uh, a nanny. rival a nanny at a rival home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I mean they're just yeah. she's just another nanny, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, but she's like she's more than just a nanny. Yes, she's. Getting, she's in school. She's getting she's her degree. She's getting a master's degree in child psychology. That's she right. She wants this. I don't know why I remembered that. Wow, I remembered something. I know. Good job. Good job. I'm really kind of. Details. Thank you. <laughs> details. <laughs> Character details. It normally does not happen. By Dr. Robin. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> it was a mess. All right. So, yeah, um, we also decided after Reagan watched this that. Um, Reagan would run the department within 24 hours, and I could at least be like assistant chief or like the police department of within this town. a month or two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, we, Robin and I would. I can be the mayor or the manager, and you can run the police. We department. could be like captain and commish, whatever it is. Yeah, we would have had this figured out, nailed down, tied up. Probably by the second one. By the second, yeah, by the second robbery. I mean, it's so obvious. It's very obvious. Anyway, um, so whatever. Along came these nannies. Um, opening scene you're it's is rough it's it's very dark so you know this is where you're like oh shit this is hallmark movies and mysteries because yeah. it's not all like music and lights and shit no. it is it felt like lifetime for a minute it felt very lifetime it's a break-in so it's dark there's like the typical like dude the with the flashlight hands. yes gloved hand leather gloved hands black with the ski mask 
you know, it's all very typical break in probably the way nobody ever actually breaks into a house it's the cpi security commercial <laughs> they just took it they were trying to save money so they're like hey can we pay you a certain amount of money and just take this piece for the commercial you ran a couple years ago and slide that in there exactly what I <laughs> cpi adt simply safe whichever one yeah that you currently it's own in your house. No, it's a credit card company. But Which is it? It might be CPI. There's one where like the radio commercials, like this guy with this booming voice, like you could have been hurt by now. Oh, but we talk through the alarm code. We're the only ones that verify, so the cops know it's real. Oh my gosh, I've not seen that one. It, it was on the radio. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. Okay. Um, and I don't know if people do this anywhere else, but in North Carolina, the municipalities I've worked for, if you have security codes, like mm-hmm. a security alarm, yeah. you have to register your alarm with the town. Yeah. So that the police department knows that there's this code and all. So yeah. they can come get you if something yeah. is wrong. And they charge the hell out of you if it's a false alarm. Just so you know, you get one freebie. Oh, wow. At least in North Carolina. Again, more uh, public service announcements from uh, yeah. from Happily Never After. <laughs> I didn't know about any of this stuff. I'm like, really? We charge how much? <laughs> so crazy. All right. So this gloved, masked man. Yeah. Um, Back he on track. Finds yes, yes. So he's in this. He's deep in this robbery. He finds the jewelry, which is what these people are after. Yeah. He's got a gun. This is again very dark. Um, but the thing is, someone is in the house. So I think he broke into the house thinking, oh, cool. I'm gonna go get this jewelry and be out. He sees that somebody's in the house. So, um, and there's this guy in the most dad-looking fucking pajamas <laughs> I've oh, ever yes. seen this side of 1993. So, <laughs> anywho, homeboy in the pajamas gets knocked the fuck out. Um, and then the dude takes the jewels and leaves. So at least he yeah. didn't like, but he gets knocked out to the point that he's in a damn coma. Yeah. So, yeah. he's in a coma. Cut to the mayor in front of the house, mm-hmm. yelling at the police. Yes. What did she say? Sixth the robbery in two months. She looks at the chief of police and says, my nanny could crack this case better. And I'm like, really? Do we really have to put the title of the movie within the first five minutes? Like, I think we're going to get this. Yeah, you made that part so... Like, you didn't have to do that. Would you ever think my nanny can figure that out? I mean, I get that she's trying to really drive it home that they're a bunch of idiot assholes, but like... Yeah, but I'm thinking to myself, I pay a lot of money for someone to watch my kid. They better not be an idiot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. The 14-year-old down the street, yes. But that's not good. Anyway. Right. And you know what, honestly? It's kind of shitting on nannies. Like... Well, that's what I mean. They're freaking smart, okay? Yeah. Nancy Drew was just some homegirl hanging out. <laughs> she solved all that shit. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Sorry. And she was a kid. <clears throat> anyway. I'm sure at the award ceremony they said, <laughs> just this homegirl hanging out, Nancy Drew. And she was like, oh my God. And she um, didn't get any credit. No, she, she was didn't. a woman. She didn't. Anyway. Okay, so anyway, the current mayor is running against Gil McNamara. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like McNamara is such a... It's that's a cliche a, name. That's such yeah. a political name. You know what I yeah. mean? McNamara. Yeah. <laughs> it belongs it, on a sign. <laughs> or red it doesn't matter so then we get to um the police station and they're having like their you know their meeting meeting where the captain is basically like doling out assignments yeah exactly to you know kind of like any of these marketing meetings or other meetings that we've seen in hallmark where 
you know, it's like one person and they're just like doling out assignments. So the captain's talking about, okay, we've got this increase in crime. So basically... Because of six robberies. <laughs> just six, y'all. It's not 19. It has skyrocketed. It's not 11. In 2014. <laughs> but this is going to mean a promotion for one of these popos. Okay. Yeah. Someone's retiring. We don't care. Right. A bunch of people do the fake clap thing. Yeah. Whatever. It's really... And there's... So there's this female cop named Ramos. She's real hungry to move up. And um, she wants this particular robbery case. Apparently she's good. Yeah, she's very good. She cracks some other case, like, quicker than anybody expected her to or whatever. And so everybody she's thinks a woman. she's amazing. Right, right. So they yeah. already had lowered expectations By the way, for. I hate... Cameron in this whole scene. But anyway. Yeah, so Cameron decides he's going to just, like, jump the fence. And he, like, plows himself into the captain's office after the meeting and is like, I want this case. Like, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's going against the woman. Yeah. they're What, what is her name? I'm horrible. Ramos. Names. Ramos. Yeah. Like, well, why would you give it to her? And da, 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 da. And yeah. they, again, they paint out the fact that a woman has to be a bitch to get ahead. Yep. And she has no redeeming quality because she's just a horrible person. Yeah, they make her very ice queen, you know. Like, what? She wears, no. like, this super manly vest and, like, pants. And it's... She walks around like she's better than everybody. It's very like, pantsuit-ish, yeah. Everywhere you work, there's going to be one woman that walks around like she's better than everybody. Right. There's right. also going to be ten guys that do the same thing. do the same thing. thing. And you won't point it out, will you? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's anyway. cool. Whatever. Um... So he suggests, Cameron suggests. He's Logan, by the way. Oh, yeah. I did write that down. That's true. That's true. His last name is Logan. His Mike Logan is his name. Sorry. So he says, look, I'll go undercover as a nanny to crack the cases. Just to beat us over the head with this. (laughs) They are. Even the dumbass white cop, white male cop is like, I'll go as a nanny. Because that makes perfect sense. Yes. Or a manny, he says. Right. Because we have to throw that in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of this will he, won't he choose him for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but, you know, he's got the captain's got the mayor breathing down his neck. He's feeling a lot of pressure. Um, captain doesn't really care. He's just like, <laughs> I'll put all of you people on it because this is the only crime we have in the area. Right. But we have to make it look like we're doing something else. Do you remember the name of the neighborhood? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like, think I wrote it at the end of my Sunshine notes. Point, Pleasant Point. Yes, it's something, it's like a, it's like Pleasant Point, but it's not Pleasant Point. It's, it's something that's supposed to make you feel happy. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's a lot of robberies. Just, that's where all your dreams die. Exactly. <laughs> so. Unless you're an aspiring nanny. I mean, then it's. Yeah, right. Then you love it. So the captain basically indicates that he's going to go ahead and give it to him. And so. someone and, needs a nanny. Uh, right. Exactly. Oh, right. Yes. They find out that somebody there needs a nanny. So then he's like, okay, fine. You can do it. Which is like, what? All this timing is just really ridiculous. Um, so then we go to Cameron's apartment, sorry, Logan's apartment. Uh-huh. He's looking up all these child-rearing websites. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> Which are chock full of contradictions about raising children. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like don't they all give them really an inch, are. But you have to, you have to, yeah. Oh, I wrote that. I'm like, this is so true. Yeah. This is why women are fucking crazy right now. <laughs> right? Like, when my mom was raising us, there was one book. Yeah. It was yeah. Dr. S- I want to say Dr. Oh, Spock. Oh, Dr. Spock. Yeah. yeah, it was Dr. Spock. That was it. Yeah. Of course, now we all have problems. So, <laughs> screw you, Dr. Spock. But, no, I'm kidding. I mean, it may have worked. I don't know. I don't know. I may have been a special case. But. Oh, my God. That's great. Literally, guys, any of you 
if you don't have an issue with your kid, you have kids, look up an issue that you don't have with your kids just to see it because you can be more objective when you're not trying to deal with that situation. Yeah. But if your kid doesn't have ADHD, go look that shit up. Go look up autism. Yeah. They will make you believe you have autism. <laughs> you yourself, not your kid. You, yeah. You will be like, that is why I'm not happy with my life. The person you've been living with all this time. <laughs> They will make you believe that you have some yeah. shit that you even do though not you're have. the most social person you know, you have high functioning autism. Like no, no, but yes. But I think at the end of the day too, it's just to, it kind of goes to the point that like there's no rule book for parenting, right? No. Like every kid is different. You're different than other pe- other parents. Like you just have to figure that shit out for what works for y'all. And there should you know? be no shame. No, no shame. Should at be. All. I mean, if you're not feeding your kid, then then there's shame. Right. Yes. Honestly. Um, But other than that... Don't do dumb shit as a parent. But other than that, like, feed them, love them, you know, watch them grow. Actually spend time. Clean them. You know what I mean. Yeah. Make sure they go to school. All right. Make sure before they go to first grade, they can clean themselves. I was told that by a bunch of first grade teachers. Like, what's the one thing you want an an entering first grader to know? And they're all like, can you please make sure they can wipe their own butt? And I'm like, do we really have to, like... (laughs) I'm not sure Dallas is there. I'm just saying. Really saying. Well, they try. Yeah. They, they give them. But they're, yeah. I mean, sorry, Dallas. Okay. <laughs> so, anywho. Anyway. Yeah. So, Logan's confused. Yes. But he's jumping in anyway. He's jumping in. So, what's hilarious is that um, the captain gives him a key to a new car. And you knew this was coming. It's so coming, yeah. So he gives him a key to some, like, crack-ass Chrysler minivan. Yes. Because <laughs> I think this movie is 2014? 2014. Okay, so we're but going it's back like a that, little bit. it's like that red because you want to be somewhat flashy, but you're driving a minivan, so right. it's like that maroon red. It's like a maroon, like a burgundy. That said, yeah. That, but yeah. not a good burgundy. Not a hokey burgundy. No. It's, like a, good, a, it's, a, it's a blood red is really what it is. Um, it looks like basically it was in the impound lot because someone got busted with crack in it about a year or two ago because that was the last time they had a crime ring. Yeah, that's that sounds yeah. about right. So yeah. they're like, here, just bust that out of impound and give it to this guy. Yeah. So Poplar Point, that's the name of the neighborhood. Poplar Point. So, oh, and we do have to point out that there is at least one person of color. Yes. She's one of the other nannies. But we'll get to her in a second. Oh, I wasn't talking about her. Oh, who are you talking about? I was talking about... Um, Apparently, Logan's partner, kind of. Right. And he actually has more than one line, people. He does. He does. I don't know his name, but that doesn't mean anything. No. Because I don't know anyone's name. He's like Black Guy A. (laughs) Yeah. And and there is a nanny, and then there's like this guy that runs by in the scene. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, that could have been the same person. Because you don't see anything else. It's a blur. He's a blur? Yeah. Are they blurring more black people out? I don't think it was an intentionally a blur. I think it was, he was supposed to come out of the door and move directly scene left. And he just moved very quickly. Again. But it could have been a blur. Hallmark movies and mysteries on notice. Yeah. Okay. All of this needs to be Don't be blurring by POCs, people of color. And everyone knows if you want a good cop, get an ethnic cop. (laughs) (laughs) Because they know what the hell's going on. Wisdom by Robin. Let's talk about white privilege for a minute. If you want a good cop. (laughs) Get an ethnic cough. Well, I'm just pointing it out. No, we're moving on. (laughs) Do you think anyone that was born and raised in Poplar Point is going to be able to actually handle a real crime? They can't crack this case. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 
But what's hilarious about Cameron, and this is, again, why he's kind of uh, uh, Rob Lowe in, in, mm-hmm. in, wow, I just cannot Parks and even, Rec. Parks and Rec, yes. Mm-hmm. Why he's kind of that guy, which I cannot remember that guy's character name. But he does this sort of Tony Robbins-ish thing in the car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> before he walks up to the door. Yes. Which is great in some ways, but. It's just like a weird, like, affirmation, like. It's almost like a, you can do this. You're going to be the best nanny ever type of thing. Yes. And it's just sort of like, really, dude? Like, did you really need to say that to yourself? For our, for a nanny job. I think we've all done it at some point. Right. Like when we were really doing something that we weren't sure yeah. we could do. Yeah. Um, well, that's for most people. I give myself a pep talk just to walk into a restaurant half the time. If I'm by myself, the anxiety is real, people. Oh, but, my gosh. But yes. Chris Quinn? Traeger. Chris Traeger. Who's that? Oh, Chris Traeger. Oh, Rob Lowe. And that's, his, that's his character? Traeger. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool beans. I think I've always called him Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah, he's just Rob Lowe to me. Even in Parks and Rec. Anyway. I don't know. Um, so he does the pep talk. He does the pep talk. This lame-ass music starts in the background. Yes. It's just very like a... And, like, <laughs> and everything is a mess. It's a hot mess. This house is straight cray-cray. Um, these people got this big ass house. Why do they not have some sort of housekeeper person? I mean, I guess the nanny's supposed to clean up and stuff, but like the nanny's got to clean this house, cook the meals, do the laundry, take the kids to school, like and, entertain like, lives the there. Kids. And I didn't realize he was supposed to live there. So I have some comments that I made and went back and I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be sleeping there. Oh, why is he in the? Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was supposed <laughs> to actually live there, but they he walks in and like. Total chaos, which is fine, because I think most households are chaos sure. in the morning. Especially in the morning, yeah. Um, kids don't know if they're fed, don't have anything together. Mom's, like, all over the place. Dad could give a shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're all scared about all these break-ins that are happening. This guy walks in from an agency to have an interview with these people. So and true. they're like, here are the keys to our house. Here's the code. Have fun. And they leave. So five minutes of chaos, and he's by himself. Yes, with their children. And, and the dog, which he yells at to step away from a pancake, which is oh, the stupid. Chester is the cutest dog. He's a cute dog, but does that work? No, not really. I, and he didn't need he to be there. He was using his cop voice. Exactly. It was, it was hysterical. Um, so Ava and Lucas are the kids. Yes. I don't remember the parents' names. I don't think they have names. Um, so one thing, though, that I have to go back and talk about the mom Okay. Yeah, completely. This statement necklace she had on. <laughs> okay, this woman is, I think she's an attorney, right? Yeah, yeah, she's an attorney. She is wearing the most, like, just ghetto Kmart brand bra- uh, necklace that's like this big ass, like, you can tell this is so 2014 because I feel like about four years ago, the statement necklace was oh, like was big. the big deal. And it's got these, yeah, like... but you still didn't get that at, like, the jewelry no. store. You got it from for Claire's for Adults. She went to... Or just Claire's. Claire's. <laughs> she went to Charming Charlie and bought this huge fucking statement necklace that looks so... It's like these big-ass flowers, and they're, like, coral. And then she wears coral the entire movie. It is so <laughs> odd. She's, like... You can tell she's, like, half Hispanic or something, or half Italian or something. She's got, like, a darkness to her that she's very pretty. But, like... What is this fucking necklace? Like, 
And then she wears it twice. I'm just like, get a new necklace. Yeah. It looks stupid. They spent all their money on the security footage <sighs> at the beginning. And... She needs to give that necklace to that little girl and, like, get herself something from, like, a real place. Like, <laughs> please go buy some David Yerman tomorrow. Like, you have the money. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just, like, over this necklace. Okay. Uh... So, it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Cameron is in there. He's doing laundry and stuff. I don't know, Robin. Is he? <laughs> He was lost it's at one bad. point. bad. He's looking out the window. He sees a bunch of nannies outside. One of them's hot. He's like, huh, okay. I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah, I'm going to go talk to them and not be obvious, even though I'm being completely obvious. So obvious. Um, but yeah, he checks out the women. Um, and they're all sitting there and he starts talking about the robbers and, and well, not the robbers per se, but the break-ins and... And they're like, well, we could do a better job. Does anyone ever say that? <laughs> no. Not about cop work. Like, maybe after I've read a Stephanie Plum novel and I feel like I could probably be a private eye in Trenton, New Jersey, if my luck was on. But no. Right, right. Yeah, you just don't go around saying, I could figure that out before that. Like, you just... Because it's not even about figuring out. Half the time, real cops, I should say, at least in my experience, two of my brothers are cops, and then with the drug house that I had next to me before I moved here, the cops know what's going on. Right. But they can't just stop it right. unless they have certain paperwork and certain this and they it's have to have that. It's a lot of bureaucracy. Just like working in a company. It's a it's, lot of bureaucracy. It's everywhere. So it's, it's just... everywhere. Red like, tape. they know they're selling drugs. They can't stop them until they get something big enough. Red tape, people. It's like you can't fire somebody until you document. You know what I mean? It's the same Well, you can't in North Carolina, but that's oh, a whole other. Oh, my God. Well, okay. So, <laughs> anywho... You shouldn't. You should not. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's funny. It's sort of like this is, there's this whole series of him with these nannies throughout this movie mm-hmm. where he's like, he's having so much fun being a nanny, but then he like remembers his real job. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly. And, oh, then, and then he starts like, yeah, right. And then he starts, then he's like, you can tell he starts remembering his real job. And then he's like, so what do you guys think about these robbers? Like, <laughs> yeah. And he just asks do, him like Do you that. think people know who it is? Do you think people are suspicious of so-and-so? Like, yeah. It's, a, and it's a middle-aged black woman, mm-hmm. a middle-aged white woman, probably mm-hmm. older than middle-aged Yeah, woman. yeah. She's like more of a grandmother type. And then like a late 20s Auntie. hottie. Yeah, late 20s hottie. And that yeah. is Sarah Lancaster. And she is She's straight gorgeous. up hot up in this movie. And they're just walking around strollers all day. They're just and getting diapers. Getting diapers, driving these kids around walking around strollers that's it because there's always like a baby somewhere around and then there's like there's a hint of a baby kids. yeah there's a hint you of don't a baby. always see the baby <laughs> a hint of a baby i mean you look in there it could be five dogs you could you know. smell a baby <laughs> perhaps maybe it's a small dog there's some baby powder in there <clears throat> anyway so um you know he's remembering his job he's asking all these questions um, and they look at him like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, why is this Manny so inquisitive about these robberies? Like, what is his deal? Yeah. It's fine. And wouldn't you have asked before you took the job? Yeah, you know. Just, they don't know what's going on. Yeah. So... But they like looking at him. Now he has to go back to... That's true. Now he has to go back to his Manny duties where he's, like, sewing doll heads back on stuff and... Well, and he goes into his room. <laughs> this is the thing that was frustrating me because I didn't understand this at first. Yes. <laughs> but he goes into this room and he goes, wow, that's a lot of pink. Hmm. And it was a very pink room. But I'm like, why is he in the little girl's room? And then he lays down on the bed to go to sleep. 
I, I honestly thought he was sleeping in the girls' room. I totally thought that, too. And I I'm didn't like, realize that was his room. Is yeah. he a lazy son? Like, what in the hell? Anyway, I, no. I, apparently, he's supposed to be living there, and the guest room is just, like, pink threw up in it. This guy, too. He's just, like... He's just really this terrible nanny at first because he can't keep track of time. He can't make breakfast. He, he has can't no idea do laundry. Be an adult. No, it's like I cannot even imagine what this man's house really looks like because it's like he could not mop a floor. Like that is one of the easiest fucking things. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody like start there, and then like work your way up to the laundry and, and to sewing you, on doll heads. You can look up online. <laughs> yes, like it's called. Get a Swiffer or get a bucket with water. <laughs> yeah. And soap. Oh my gosh. And All you need to do floor. is find the Lysol spray or whatever and a paper towel in a pinch. Honestly. You do what you've got to do. Just run that shit over the floor, man. <laughs> he doesn't That's know how to cook. mopping is. Yeah. No, he can't cook. So he calls his partner. This yeah. is the second line his partner has. In the oh, movie. right, right. He calls Black Partner. Yeah. And Black Partner is like totally oh, making fun like of this dude. Sounds like you're saying Black Panther, but so Bla- not. Black like, Panther, so Black Partner. Completely different realms. Exactly. Um, yeah, but he calls his partner to say, "Hey, can T'Challa, you dinner." <laughs> Let's call him T'Challa since he doesn't have a name. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. He's bringing some Wakanda Panda Express. <laughs> okay. Some Payway, whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anywho. Um, but yeah, he has, the doll breaks apart. He has to try to sew it together. He has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, and the girl's freaking out. It's just like a whole thing. And we go from like at night, his partner bringing over dinner and like this scene where everyone's like, oh, this is really good. And the dad's kind of like, yeah, this yeah. is better than the takeout place down the street. You know, <laughs> yeah, and smiling yeah. at him. And then next thing I know, they're back at a table. I had no idea it was the next morning. No. It took me like two minute well five seconds really, no into the scene to realize that we had jumped 12 hours yeah the night to day scenes in this movie they just flip back and forth like yeah. you know just yeah like lights are on it's nighttime lights are off blades of a fan <laughs> yeah and, and he's still working on the damn doll yeah he's still working on the doll he drops something all over the floor he doesn't know anything about when the buses come he doesn't yeah. know how to pack lunches He's How got peanut be- butter in his hair. There's all kinds of stuff going on with this guy. I feel like, shouldn't you have been researching nanny duties as opposed to child rearing? Because yeah. you're not actually rearing yep, a child. You're not bringing these children up. Um, <laughs> and so part of the blame's on him, yes. The other part of the blame is, at any point in those five minutes, shouldn't the adults have told him what his responsibilities were? Yeah. I think there's just a lot of assumptions going on in this whole movie. <laughs> when all these duties, they're just assuming he's not the robber. They're just assuming he knows how to cook. It's all very just it's a hot up mess. in the air. Um, so there's a lot of like connections between him and Jesse. So Sarah Lancaster, her her the hot nanny that works across the street at the Warners, she is Jesse, and he is just hitting it off with her from moment one. Oh, he is, like, pouncing on her. Oh, yeah. He is, like, all and about her. It's totally... He wants to get with her. Oh, yeah. Like, instantly. Like, Wait. he's not ready to get to know her and, like, have more meaningful conversations. He's ready to wife her right now. You could tell. Oh, completely. He wants to wife her yesterday. I've never heard her phrase like that, and I kind of like that. <laughs> I want to wife her. That's why I'm... Well, I'm here. I'm here for you, Rob. By the way, no one, no one randomly came at me at a CVS. I'm kind of pissed. 
Come on, people. No, I'm totally Robin amazing. asked you to meet her at a CVS. Okay. Where were you? I was at the CVS today in a baseball cap. It was, it was a whole not a good thing. <laughs> you were incognito at the CVS. Um, anywho. Anywho. Totally wanted to wife her. Was all about it. And exactly like Reagan said before, I put that it was weird and I didn't know how to phrase it, but it's definitely the... Oh, right. I'm supposed to have a job. Yes. It's totally... Oh, I remember my job. Let me... Okay. I'm talking to these people in the neighborhood. I need to remember that I need to ask about these mm-hmm. robberies. But to <laughs> Jesse's credit, she is so harsh with him. Yeah. She just cuts him down all the time. She does. Makes fun of him. She makes fun of him. Although, at one point, she is knitting in the park, and I was just like, okay, girl, come on. Like... I've never actually taken it to the park. <laughs> oh, I have knitted many times. Yes. Like, on the couch? Yes. When you're watching a show that your husband wants to watch and you're really not interested. Right. Like, whatever. (laughs) I mean, although I couldn't control the TV in my house. But anyway. (laughs) Reagan's husband watches all of these movies, too. He does. If we... If either one of us ever loses our voice, is... Jason Campbell's going to be running this show. Oh, he will fill in on this shit with no problems. And he will be funnier than either one of us. Okay. (laughs) So... Um, so again, like he's spending a bunch of time with the nanny because he yes. ends up like dropping the kids off at school. He's they go to bad the park. Jokes. Yes, yeah. he's kind of like a bad joke dad joke type of guy. Yes, you know? very much so. Um, because he's probably in real life like ten years older than her. Um, oh, just at least to be yeah, just to be quite clear, y'all. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, there's this whole so he starts asking her some questions about the robbers mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you said that people have been clamming up since the robbery started because he remembered his job." And he's then, being so direct too. It's like yes. when he remembers he has this job, he is so blatantly obvious. <laughs> when he remembers, it is. He just they, goes right to it. Yeah. They have like this. This, he didn't know how to do juice boxes, so Jesse's yes. making fun of him, and they do this whole thing where they time him. Like, all the nannies are now timing him, and they're making fun of him because he doesn't know how to do anything. Yeah. And he's so excited about this stupid turkey meatloaf he makes in the shape of a football. Oh, my God. Or a basket. Some kind of sporting thing. It's very weird. And he's so excited about this. And then he's like, he's like, so. And I, I can't even think of a question, but it was just like, so. Who is so and so, and how are they tied to this? And and you're like, we were just clocking yeah. you for juice boxes. Subtle dude, discretion. You know what I mean? Like now we know why he's he had to beg his boss to put him on this case. Yes, because yeah, in the background of all this, boss man is like, have you found anything out yet? Do you know who's a robber yet? <laughs> and then he's like, no, dude, I've been here for fucking thirty six hours. Yeah, I need a little more time. Like yeah. It's been a day and a half. Like, yeah. no, I don't know who the fucking robber is. Yeah. I got to teach this kid to play basketball and help with self-confidence. I got to do this laundry. I got to teach this girl how to act. Yes. Because he, she's having trouble. People. I can't be peeping oh. around corners in the middle of the night because of this job. Even though you're thinking, who's really paying you? Because if he's going to be paid as a nanny and a cop, yeah, maybe I'd be okay with this. I can't be peeping around corners. I did Pop, that for you. Popping out of bushes. <laughs> do it <laughs> oh my god y'all oh my gosh okay oh, I love this too much. so we've already talked about the he opens the door looking like a prince and the cop friend brings him the food oh, we already yeah. talked about that i totally talked that out of turn that's Sorry. totally fine who cares that's my mo um so um so they run into mr warner i think this is maybe where we can start next mm-hmm. um so mr warner is the you know the the family well he's the guy that the hot nanny works for Mm -hmm. jesse 
And, um, you know, he seems nice and everything. He's always rolling around in his minivan. Or maybe it's like a SUV. I can't remember. Um, yeah. But he's all about voting for McNamara. So he's in McNamara camp. I can't remember the name of the other mayor. The, the incumbent mayor. I don't remember. Of course. Why would we remember that? She's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> They've only said her name once on purpose. Uh. Um so back at the precinct, Logan is talking more about being a nanny than a detective. So he's basically at oh this gosh, point where he's reporting back to the captain. And the captain's like, really? Can like, you get... I don't care about the play. <laughs> what are we talking about? He's talking about a play. He's talking about basketball. He's talking about bullies. But he's he like, did, yeah. But he, he does go from like bachelor cop who apparently has this reputation for not wanting to settle down yeah. to being like super dad in 24 hours. Yes. Suddenly, you can't. Kids don't trust people that fast. (laughs) No kid trusts you that fast. Just so you know, if they're that nice to you, there's something that's gonna jump out at you. There's something in your food, or there's something in your shoes. Again, popping out of bushes. Um, And these kids, they don't give a shit. They're ready to pounce on you. Um, So captain's like, okay, he's our, and of course. You know, Jesse comes up in the conversation with the captain, which didn't need to happen at all. No. And then the captain's like, oh, what do you like, this Jesse girl? Which, how? I mean, really? It's such a leap. Like, and You're do you boss. really have do you to ever beat tell- us over the head with the boss figured it out? With the, Why does that even matter? No, it, it doesn't. does nothing to drive the plot forward. And bosses should not be talking to their subordinates about, oh, you're flirting with dating. somebody. Yeah. Unless it's impacting your job. Yeah, and it's just like what we did none of that okay, anyway, it's fine. So this this part cracked me up. By the way, when Reagan says it's fine, it is so not fine. <laughs> it's never fine. So anyway, there's this part that cracks me up though, because okay, did you notice this? So the 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 captain shows Mike a chart on the computer for oh. how the current mayor dropped five points in the last week. And like he kept showing him this chart on the computer. And it's, it's just like, he could have just said in conversation, huh, you know, the current mayor dropped five points yeah. this week. And then they could have just continued just, conversation. It's an old school monitor. So he actually <laughs> had to turn it. And it was so that we could see that Hallmark Channel knows what Microsoft Excel is and what it can do. Yeah, it was just like a very basic line graph. <laughs> so odd. Police chiefs monitor mayoral elections. I mean, maybe in Charlotte, because it's probably a big deal. The bigger cities. Not in Point Pleasant or where this is. Because because the... Poplar Point. Poplar Point. Because the police chief is supposed to actually be working. It's not a political job in small towns like that. Not not the same way. No, no. This is not Baltimore. This is not Charlotte. This is not New York City. No. This is not San Francisco. Does it matter? Does it really matter that much? It doesn't, is the answer. All right. And the current mayor thinks you're failing at your job anyway. So really, just get off the damn computer and stop monitoring your points and maybe catch someone. Because, by the way, it's... Well, I think we meet the guy in the next scene. Do we? I don't know. I, okay. I jump five minutes and then I do every detail for the next two. It's so ridiculous. This is your, this is your process? Yes. This is my pro- for this one, it is. So after this, I have that, like... Okay, so now he's in, like, week two as the nanny. And he's got this shit, or maybe it's day three. I don't know what it is. But he's got this shit under control, okay? Oh, yeah, he's on it. He's got snacks ready in the kitchen when they come home. He's teaching Lewis, or Lucas, Lucas basketball. Um, He's doing the whole acting. 
And then this is where we meet Dean. Yeah. So As soon as you yeah. see the guy, you know that he's probably the guy. Shady McGrady. Breaking. Oh, my gosh. He looks shady. Although, good looking dude. Really? I thought so. Like, especially in the later scene when she shows up at his house and whatever. I don't know. He's pretty hot. Oh. I, th- I was just... I was so over. I was... As soon as I saw the character, I'm like, really? There's nothing worse than watching a mystery that you can solve in 15.5 minutes. Like, like really? Like, yeah, we knew it was And you him. watch it to the end, hoping that maybe there's something else. Like a plot twist. And there's all these extra details that you didn't need to know. No, none and of these things do matter. nothing to help the plot. Nothing but anyway, there's a Dean. Dean's flirting with Jesse. And in 5.2 seconds... Logan is all in there. Oh gosh, so like, we have Nanny Palooza. We gotta go. And this guy's like, "What the? Who the fuck are you? What are you doing here?" And really, Nanny Palooza. Oh, we have to. We have this Nanny Palooza thing. We've got to go to. Yeah. And then she's like, "Yeah, yeah, Nanny Palooza. Oh yeah, I forgot about that." <laughs> You're a grown ass woman. Just tell the guy to back the hell off. Again, we have had this in other Hallmark movies where it's like these women are like. Well, I don't want to just tell this guy straight up that I don't like him and that I don't want to go out with him. So I'll just make up all these stories. I'll make up a fake boyfriend and I'll make up this and I'll make up that. It is easy. You just say, I'm not interested. Yeah. Don't want to go out with you. Never will. Thanks. Appreciate it. Been there, done that. (laughs) Bye-bye. See ya. Smooches, but not. Yeah. Um, And you don't even have to be mean about it. You could just say, you know what? I'm not feeling this. Sorry. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay. Not feeling it. Because they've never gone on a date, so it's not like he can be that attached. And if he is, then he's probably robbing houses. Yes. Or some other sort of stalker. Um, So anyway, he, Dean leaves. um, Mm -hmm. And it's clear that, you know, the two nannies are starting to like each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, okay, wait. (laughs) This is where I gotta, I gotta laugh so hard. Because, okay, so now... We go back, and and uh, Mike goes back to his his room at his the family room. house. Yeah, what well, are they? What? They're the Bannermans. Is the family that he works yes, for? Yes. Okay. We know the last name. Yes. So there's this like so the weirdly creepy music starts, and it's like weird lighting too. And he's in his pink room, and he's going through these names. Oh my gosh, the names! <laughs> so basically, y'all picture he's got like a white. Eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, you know. Yeah, ruled paper like you would buy for the first day of I don't school. even think it was ruled. I think it was just like a piece of printer paper. Oh, I have no idea. And then he's got all these names written down the middle of the page. Yeah. Just just single file, okay? Yeah. So you write a name, under name, get yeah, people he's met. So he's in got the, the nannies in there. He's got the Warner people. He's got the Bannermans. He's got, you know, all these people he's met. And he's just drawing arrows between all of them. Yes, connecting them. It's very intricate. And then there's Intricate? More... Re- would you use that word? <laughs> and we're really supposed to get the sense that this is what a detective does. Yes. He writes down names and draws arrows. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is this piece of paper? And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. So at the end of the movie, toward the end of the movie, he pulls it out again, and it looks the exact same way it does. In the scene that Reagan's talking about. It's the same. And it's like, you've been working on this case, and you've got a list of ten names, and you got five arrows, 
And they're all pointing to the same general direction, and yet you still don't understand. And then always with a very stern and pensive look at these names and these arrows. And at this point, you wonder, did he ride the short bus? (laughs) No, but those kids did. (laughs) They did. But I I think that was the white privilege short bus. This is the white privilege bus? Okay. um, the, the like bad a kid North Carolina or... public schools bus that's like a normal long yellow bus <laughs> I think most of them are they like are, that but they yeah are. no yeah. oh my god but okay. no some of the private schools in Charlotte have the short white oh. buses that kind of look like vans this was buses. a short yellow bus so was I'm it just, I don't even yeah. remember so the kids yeah in this movie they they come home on a short yellow bus which it would make sort of, sense it made though. me laugh yeah it did make me I laugh I mean it does put things into a different perspective it absolutely does maybe that's why he's so good with them right um, so we also learn at this point that, um, so remember back to dude at the beginning who gets clubbed in the head and goes into a coma, he done woke up. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to question him because that's what we do, right? In every single cop movie, soap opera, Hallmark movies and mysteries, as soon as a person wakes out of their coma, we rush over there and try to question them. And by the way, they don't remember a damn fucking they thing. They don't remember anything, people. Can we give them like their head was 12 hours? In. Like, come on. But no, we've got to get this information. No, they're drugged up. I mean, seriously, when you're drugged up, can you answer even the simplest of questions that you would know? No. I no. have awoken from anesthesia, like, within the past two years. <laughs> Remember that hernia? Oh, oh. girl. Mm-mm. Yeah, and if someone said, is your name Reagan? You'd have to think about it. I Honestly, like, you know, like, you got to come too. It's, yeah, it's not like, easy. Why, why is there a pink <laughs> elephant jumping up and down? Wait, what did you ask me again? Wait, what's your name? You're cute. Are you single? Oh, wait, I'm wait, not am I single. <laughs> oh, one day. Okay. So, <laughs> no. I laugh. Jason and I, we always talk about how it's almost over. All right. So, <laughs> okay. It's our little joke. Jason did come up to me and tell me one day that he didn't like black chicks. And I'm looking at him like, you know you're married to one. <laughs> He doesn't remember. Uh, All right. <laughs> it was probably the funniest thing. Because I looked, this was when I first met them, and I had no idea if he was serious or not. And I was standing there soon, like. Jason. And Reagan just starts laughing, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with this. And they're either going to yell at each other when I leave, or this is normal. No, this is normal. This is us. Uh, All right. Um, anywho. So the next morning, can uh, sorry, Logan sees. The future ex-wife of the guy in a coma. <laughs> yeah. So we find out that the guy in the coma is getting divorced from his wife. Nope. And I don't know if we find out before Logan meets the wife or not, but she's so. thin, blonde. Her chest has been significantly altered. Yes. Augmented people. And she just looks at him like, like, like he's coming up to her because obviously he wants to sleep with her. Yeah, right, because that's why anybody walks up to her. Because she's the most amazing woman ever. She is. Uh, she's interesting. Yeah, she's just trying way too hard to be, like, mysterious, and she's just really odd. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, whatever, he kind of, again, this is, he remembers his job, and so then he starts kind of, like, asking her questions about the robberies and the mayoral race and whatever else is going on. And so she, and of course she just like overshares, you know. Yeah, that's what people do. To a complete stranger about her failing marriage and whatever yeah. else she's got going There's on, who she's voting for. But um, 
you're hot, so obviously you can't be breaking into people's houses. No, nobody suspects him that he's the he's although he's the newest mofo in town. Um, he just mysteriously shows up. Right, exactly. Asking a bunch of questions. And not, doesn't know how to make dinner. Not suspicious at all. Right, not a great nanny. Anyway, it's fine. Um, so <laughs> Jesse drives by mm-hmm. and uh, they talk diapers and then he's like, let's go grab some coffee. So this is where we get a little of exposition about his past and her past. What does he really want to be doing? Um, and he, we learned that he was once engaged a long time ago and then, um, they broke it off and it's, it's just been good him and his work. Cause he doesn't know how to be anything but happy. That's right. Yeah. He's, he's very happy with all of his choices up to this point because yeah. that's who Cameron Matheson is in real life. Exactly. I don't think he could play a depressed, dark dude. That would be interesting because he'd win an yeah. award if he could pull it off. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It would be. Some real, It'd be on real acting. Too. It would. It should be on Lifetime. <laughs> Tomorrow. Um, so this is where we learn about Cookie, who was the old nanny. Because he starts, you know, again, he yeah, like, re- he sort of... What drove her away. ...remembers his job and is like, yeah, what's up with this old nanny that they had before me, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, Cookie. Well, she was fired. Do you know anyone who's legitimately named Cookie? Not one person. Okay. <laughs> me either. That's just like a crazy ass name. Mm-hmm. What's your name, Cookie? Like, <laughs> I feel like how else are you gonna say it? Just Cookie? That's like so no. Yeah. Well, and it's Cookie. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't match Cookie in this movie in any way, shape, or form. No, because Cookie She's is the whitest white girl. <laughs> whitest white girl who's dumb. But not hell. that dumb. <laughs> you get a sense that she's dumb, but then you get a sense that she's not dumb. I don't yeah. know. It's all very weird. We'll get to her. But what we learn is that she was not a great nanny. She no. was kind of flaky. And she was skimming off the top of the expense account. It's the skimming, because if we're talking about flaky, Mr. Michael Logan. Which, okay, hold on a damn minute, as I like to say. What, what nanny has act? What, what was she skimming off of the expense account? How? In what yeah. way? Like, why would she have access to anything like that? Isn't she just doing laundry and, like, making yeah. cookies? <laughs> cookies? You would think. Unless, I mean, they might have given her a credit card to go buy the... Well, those kids are old enough that they don't need diapers. But, like, groceries or something. But still... I don't even know. That's, like, too much paper trail. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they made it sound like she was taking the petty cash. I'm like, this is a home. Know, like, right? Well, you know they don't have cash. It's all on credit cards. No. I, anyway, this none of that made any sense. Anyway... But Dean, we learn also that Dean, remember Dean from, you know, he's the guy that works at Tires to Go or whatever it's called. Um, Yeah, that's in love with Jesse, apparently, is her second cousin. So we're learning about all these, like, intricate ties to people and background information Uh, on people. Just so everyone is fully aware of the situation at this point, that whole conversation earned one arrow (laughs) on our detailed detective sheet. Yes, he went back home. Pulled out his sheet, drew an arrow. Dean and Cookie. Yep. And then looked at it for a long time. Kind of mm-hmm. did one of the... Mm-hmm. You, I know you can't see me, but you know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, every, everyone knows, yeah. We'll take a video of her doing that. That stern nod. Yep. I've got it. Mm-hmm. And then puts his paper away. Yeah. Yes. So now there's a break-in at mariah's house now mariah mariah is the black nanny that they be chilling with outside 
and she works for i don't remember the name of the family she works for it's probably not important um but there is a break-in the kennedys the kennedys that sounds like a it's a good Mm -hmm. white name so um, third cousin removed but you know (laughs) you got the name exactly um so the captain ends up showing up and he's like you need to get this perp and yeah what's his name's like slowly roll i'm figuring it out you know meanwhile Mm -hmm. he's making meatloaf and Meanwhile, if the chief would have just showed up 12 hours ago when Dean was hitting on Jesse, he would have been like, oh, this guy seems interesting. Yep. Let's exactly. look into his background and arrest the son of a bitch. Correct. There we go. Um, so... If you haven't gotten that point yet, I'm just going to keep making it. Right, yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's just like, it's just oh my gosh. But yeah, he's... And, and Cameron then enlists Jesse, like, mm-hmm. we're going to be detectives together. Yeah. So let's go visit our nanny friend. I don't know if that is where we are. Or not. No, I'm no, we are. We are. And then at, this is the point where, what's her name? Um, Jesse remembers that at some point she saw somebody in sweats and a backpack. Yes. A camo backpack. A camo backpack. Okay, fine. He was just um, peeping behind a bush somewhere. Peeping behind corners. <laughs> like, really? And don't they all have motion sensors on their house? Girl. Yeah, I've, I... My neighborhood is is a modest neighborhood, but it's connected to a really well-to-do area. If you drive down any of those streets, the lights on all of the houses come on as you drive by. Yes. Like, I'm about to get this Simply Safe with the... Yeah. Cameras and the monitor. I'm ready for this. I'm just... No one can walk down the street without someone knowing it. Yeah. I feel like we're past that in 2014. Exactly. So, now Dean shows up again at the house, Mm -hmm. unannounced. Because this fool loves to pop up on folks. Mm-hmm. You know how I feel about that. With this enormous thing of flowers for Jesse. Obnoxious. It is a vase filled with flowers. This is some shit, y'all, that like... <laughs> this is like a fucking $200 flower arrangement. Yeah. You either fucked up really bad. <laughs> or you're rich and you have a 16 year old boy who's lovesick yeah like this Those was are your not options. a sale at pro flowers like this no. was a lot of flowers but i feel like no normal woman wants that many flowers no okay because i don't it's, want that many. it's no it's it's obscene you don't even want that at the altar at your wedding <sighs> no then you gotta parse them out into different rooms and different vases what if you don't have enough vases it's very stressful for me <laughs> That's just more work. Okay. Don't bring me that shit. 12 stems, max, and buy her max. a vase to go with it. Put the vase in the deal. <laughs> yes. And if it's crystal, I'm just saying no. there might be something. I'm kidding. I have vases. I got married. I registered for shit like that. Okay. So. I use mason jars. Just, <laughs> yeah. But like, I have two what? really nice vases, but I'm terrified because I no. have a soon-to-be six-year-old. Yeah. Everything's going in a mason jar because he's thrown those and they have not broken. Yeah. Mason jars are beautiful. And they're very, it's very shabby chic in. So, um, what's great, though, is when Dean leaves, mm-hmm. this was a great line in the movie. Jesse says, you know, it's because, you know, Cameron's there, you know, Logan's there the, the, for the whole flower scene. And he's kind of like, mm, swamp, womp, you know, feeling like a douche. And then she goes, you know what's better than flowers? Chemistry. Yeah. I liked that. I was like, that was very super cute flirtatious. Like, don't you worry about this. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Don't be jealous. He doesn't have I see what your we look. have. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I said she killed it with that line. <laughs> oh. 
dead. I don't. The next note I have is that she'd make an excellent mom. I don't know if he says it when they're talking there or the next day because at this point they're together all the time. Oh my gosh, these two are together constantly. Mm-hmm. They are together in the morning. They're together in the evening. They're together in the afternoon. They're together with the kids. They're together without the kids. They're together in houses. They're together outside of houses, in vans and otherwise. It is a lot of these two together. It is a lot. To the point that, like, when she gets mad about what she gets mad about, I was like, really? Okay. Like, yeah. anyway, whatever. Um, but I do feel like if someone comes up to you and says, you know what, you make an excellent mom, yeah, your ovaries are kind of going to explode a little bit. Oh, totally. They're burning. Yeah. So burning. Mm-hmm. Ovaries burning. That's fine. And then in between all this, he remembers he's a cop. <laughs> Right, right. He remembers he's a cop. Two days after the arrow was drawn between Cookie and Dean, he decides to go see if he can find Cookie. Yes. So he finds her. She's Cookie is working on the McNamara campaign. Of course. Which, remember, Mr. Warner was very also in the McNamara camp. Very into it. So there's a tie here. Yard flags, people. Um, Cookie injures him like four times in this one conversation. <laughs> she's the complete dumb blonde that you'd expect. He calls himself Calvin. Because, again, he's remembering his job and remembering that he should not use his real name in this interaction. Mm -hmm. He's very good at that. Um, And then he sees McNamara with Coma's soon-to-be ex-wife. Coma guy. Coma guy. Wow. (laughs) I feel bad that I'm calling him Coma guy, but I don't remember his name. And it's really not important, y'all. It's not Not important. So, so guy who's running for mayor is having an illicit affair with a gold digger. Yep. And big shock, people. Yeah. Big shock. And they have a flake running the campaign. She's mm-hmm. supposed to get outreach. She, like, stabs Calvin with a pin. <laughs> Calvin, a.k.a. Mike Logan. Which, who picks Calvin? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that just seems like an odd name to pick. Like, why not just be, like... I would have gone with Hobbs. <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> like, I would have been like, hi, I'm Matt. You know what I mean? Or... Yeah. Hi, like something that you almost even wouldn't remember. Brad. You know what I mean? Yeah, something super common. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm John. You know, like John would be good. Because then nobody remembers that. You know what I mean? Hell, no. oh, hey, I'm James. You know, whatever. Um, so fine. We also learn that the Warners, so Jesse's family, are their business tires on the go is bleeding cash. So Mike comes up with the theory that, huh, could be that. The Warner guy, who he's been some sort of like quasi suspicious of since they met, really for no reason, um, might be the robber, or maybe he has someone doing it for him. Yeah, because how does his company run if he's about ready? Yeah, to declare to go under exactly. How does that make any sense? And even what's her name? Um, Jesse heard them arguing, the Warners arguing about the fact that he was going to be um, declaring bankruptcy. So Mike goes to see Dean at Tires on the Go. Um, And what's funny is that like he's doing this because he remembered his job, Mm -hmm. but then it devolves into a conversation that's more about Jesse and Dean's interest and Mike's interest in Jesse rather than the actual robberies. Yeah. But it's, and the setup to this is that he's sitting in his mom vehicle (laughs) looking at Mr. Tire like it's going to hit him in the head. And then he decides, I'm going to cut my tire so that I need a new tire. Correct. So that's how he gets in to talk to Dean. Good job, Logan. Detective Logan. (laughs) 
get some props. Props, detective. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but one key thing that Mike does in this interaction with Dean is that he super obviously steals the pen that Mike or that um, Dean was using mm-hmm. to be used for DNA purposes later. Yeah, DNA, fingerprints, whatever. But he's like, okay, Dean was just using this pen. I'm going to slip it into my pocket. But then I'm going to forget to tell everyone in the police department that I have this and I'm not going to run it for prints. Totally uses it way later. <laughs> like he forgot about like it. Like a week. Because he forgot about his job. <laughs> because it's more important than, you know what, you and Jesse work for the same people, so I don't think you should be dating people that you work with. Like, that was the loosest thread he could have used. So loose. Really? <laughs> like, Dean doesn't work with Jesse. Like, no, Jesse minds kids. He's a nanny. And. I fix tires for a guy that she happens to be the nanny for, but I fix tires. At a totally different location. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Under a totally different corporation name. Yep. This is not the same at all as, like, two people who work in an office no. together. We we know the same guy. Like, yeah. And he's a crazy bastard. It's, but we know him. Oh, my God, y'all. This was, as Robin said, the very loosest thread. Wow. So crazy. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, um, and at one point I have in here that it, Cameron goes back and forth between being cop and Mr. Domestic. And then he's, like, wearing an apron and he's cooking and he's doing all the stuff. And it's, no one else could play that role. No. He does it really well. He's the only guy that can play this type of stuff in Hallmark movies and actually yeah. have it seem convincing. Yeah, because he's got the kids dialed in. He's got yeah. dinner dialed and in. And no super tight sweaters. Oh my gosh. Him and them. Now, I don't mind Cameron in a tight sweater, though. That other dude from The Perfect Bride, like, come on, man. You kind of stocky in a tight-ass sweater. Cameron is lean. Well, yeah, if Cameron wears a tight sweater, you're going to see every single ab muscle that he has. It's a lot of abs. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anywho, even though I still, for me, Cameron, I don't know. Like, I can't. It doesn't seem real. No. Like, again, he's, again, he's kind of sexless for me. Like, very much like dude from Scandal. Yeah, we need to be best friends. We've talked about this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like my bestie, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that guy... You could talk to him any minute of the day and he would give you a lift. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just, mm-hmm. oh, just effervescent is really the word to describe him. Okay. So the way, so like we said, the, Dean and Mike's conversation was really kind of like just bro-y and weird. Um, and so then Jesse shows up to the Bannerman's house when Mike is there cooking dinner or whatever. He's making chili. And so... Like, he opens the door and makes a joke about Chili, and she's just like, um, did you tell Dean that he shouldn't go out with me because we work together? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, like, this whole time she's been avoiding Dean, and and Mike's been helping her do that. Yeah. And she's thanked him for it, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Now she's mad at him. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he went out of his... I think she felt like maybe he went to the tire store purposely for that. Yes. Because even though... He asks super inappropriate questions at awkward moments. No one has any idea he might be a cop. No. Zero idea. Um, so why else would he be there except 
to tell Dean to stay away from me. Right, exactly. And I'd be like, you know what? I'd go up to a guy and be like, I hate that guy, and I'm glad you stepped in in one vein, but you're being really creepy, and you need to back off, too. Right, right. Like, I don't need you... Yeah, and I totally get the whole I don't need you fighting my battles type of thing, so... That's she said legit. that once, but yeah, it was very much the, she uses that, well, just because we work together, it's almost like she got defensive, like. Yeah, like she wanted to go out with Dean or something, which like is like. either she mm. wanted to go out with Dean or like maybe she and um, oh, Logan like kind of work together, but not really. Maybe. It was just awkward. It's very odd. But she got, she gets mad and she storms away. And yeah. who doesn't like having a hissy fit? I mean, it is kind of fun. It is. So then like, so she kind of like, um. Or was this... Did they take a walk? Oh, no. So so she leaves. Um, and, like, everything starts falling apart for him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The kids come off the bus. He had told the boy, Lucas, um, to, to stand, stand up, up for himself. himself. Oh, God. So he gets off the bus with the black eye. He was helping the... Is it Ava? Yes. He was helping Ava practice and told her that, you know, Sleeping Beauty sleeps the whole time. So, you know, really put a lot of effort into making sure that you look like you're sleeping. <laughs> Which would not take that much effort for me no. at this point in life. I would have fallen asleep. Um, and she doesn't get the part. The kid has the black eye. And I just find it funny that at this point, like, everyone's eating chili. It's super awkward. <laughs> like, no one goes to the school. No one gets a call from the principal that no. there was a fight. Nope. Um... And the parents are just sitting there like, my son has a black eye. My daughter's upset. Mike's really trying. We're just going to sit here and make it even more awkward by not saying anything. Yeah. And I'm like, if my kid came home with a black eye and said it was because of the advice from the nanny, and yeah. be like, y'all, we need to sit down and have a talk. Yeah. These are the most disconnected parents y'all ever did see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that real. kid's going to grow up and shoot up a school. I hate saying it that way. But yeah. but just they just ex- really expecting this nanny to raise these kids. I don't uh, really get it. Thank you, Mommy. Yeah, honestly. And then he takes a walk with Jesse, and she kind of lets him down, like, look, you're a nice guy and everything, but, like, no. You know what yeah. I mean? So she's clearly still pissed about the whole Dean thing, and he's just like, okay, fine. Yep. Um, so then, <laughs> while he took this walk with Jesse, yeah. apparently he didn't set the alarm, or he thought he did, or whatever happened, but... He ends up going to take the walk, comes back, and their house has been ransacked by the freaking robber. Of course. The house that he's been in, he's sworn to protect. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Like, did we all not see that coming? And then he he runs upstairs to find his list with the names. Oh my god! And the arrows. Do they know that I'm a cop? Have they figured it out? And lo and behold, they're there, and he's so relieved. But it's the weirdest relieved look. Like, I'm kind of relieved, but not really. Yeah. Like, why um, did they take my list with the arrows and the names? Yeah. Was it not good enough? <laughs> did it not seem like a detective's list yeah. of names with arrows? They probably didn't think that someone sleeping in a pink room was going to have a list. No. Of, of all the names in the neighborhood. No. With not arrows. At all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not under the bed. Um, so now Mike is just straight fired. Um, because you've lost our trust. And yes. I'm like, wait a minute. You mean the blind trust that you gave him five <laughs> minutes upon walking into your house when exactly. you just gave him everything? He's lost that because your house was broken into. It had nothing to do with the kid getting the black eye. 
Like, they mentioned that at this point. Like, well, it was one thing for Lucas to have a black guy. But now our house has been bright. And I'm like, really? Is that how we're going to play this, priorities, people? Yeah. This is when I do start judging parents a little bit. Like, That's right. Ah. Home first, kids second. <laughs> yeah. So All now right. Mike is piecing out. He waves to the kids. He waves to Jess. And mm-hmm. he knows, like, now he's going to lose the case, basically. Yeah. So what they do is they swap him out. And they put Ramos in. Yeah. Because that's the smartest thing. Because the nanny thing has been working so well, we're just going to keep going with it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So now she, Ramos, Ice Queen, is the new nanny. Which we know this is not going to go well. This woman probably hates children. Um, And then he's been reassigned to pet psychic fraud. (laughs) Which is hysterical. This is the only other case that they can put him on. And I'm like, wow, yeah. this place seems like an interesting place to go. This is like the end of the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where in the credits, <laughs> she's like a pet psychic and she's got like the eyes, you know? And then Jason Bateman is like her partner or whatever. <laughs> I love that. That's the best. <sighs> anyway, go watch that movie if you haven't seen it. It's hilarious. And then we see Dean mm-hmm. with Jesse again, and he gives her... A diamond tennis bracelet. Yeah, it is a diamond tennis bracelet. He's a technician at a tire place. <laughs> so it's either the fake-ass diamonds, mm-hmm. CZs straight up. Right. But it's in... Okay. Y'all, if you're watching this movie, you already know it's him. Right. Because everything about him is creepy. They even play the creepy music like when you first see him. Yes. Like, we get it. Exactly. But guy, if you're going to give... If you're going to steal jewelry from a neighborhood... Do not give the nanny in the neighborhood the jewelry that you stole from the other house in the same fucking jewelry box that it was in. Oh, my God. That everyone could look up that jewelry store and know that your dumbass cannot afford a damn thing in it. Oh, my God. But he wants to give it to Jesse, and he basically forces it on her, and she's like, okay. And he's like, try it on, see if it fits. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Anybody else would be like, listen, that is just too much. Too soon. I can't accept that from you. I haven't even gone on a date with you. By the way, this looks like my boss's bracelet or my neighbor's bracelet. And honestly, like, who even wears a tennis bracelet anymore in 2014? It's just not, it's Mm -mm. not a thing. Um, So, anywho, he's like, you know, give me a chance, whatever, whatever. So, meanwhile. I kind of give up with the movie at this point. I even put, what is it? Come on, we all know the signs point to Dean. Can we just end it? I know, right? It's true. Anyway. But so um, so now Mike is kind of going back to this theory that Dean is doing Mr. Warner's dirty work. Um, like, And then they show Ramos like just being terrible at basketball and not wanting to play princess. And, you know, she's like, I have work to do. And she's just like the wackest nanny ever. She's horrible. Because um, she's a cop and not a nanny. Because she's a cop and not a nanny, exactly. So now robbery number nine goes down at Poplar Point. And so Mike's like, let me go in and disguise, you know, and the cops and the captain's like, no, I'm not letting you, you know. Mm-hmm. So then he pulls out his paper with the arrows and the names oh, again. This damn three weeks worth of work at this point. And it's the same arrows with the same names. He hasn't even added a name yet. I'm going to get a picture of this and put it in the Instagram. We got to. This is insane. <laughs> If this is detective work, sign me up. Okay, so now here's the other thing that I just have a bone to pick. So he's like begging the captain, let me go in disguise. Let me go in disguise. So the captain says no, and he's got his arrow and papers and stuff. And then 
he just drives up there not in disguise. <laughs> and sits in his car. Yeah, looking at him. <laughs> like, not that far from the scene. But you've also been working as a nanny here for like three weeks. Can you go in disguise? I don't know. Like, yeah, what disguise would you even wear? What, a Unless mustache? you're wearing a hot dog costume. <laughs> that covers your entire body. Everyone is going to know it's you. Maybe he's going to wear, like, the Arrested Development. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> Bluth. The Bluth banana. He's going to wear it. Oh, Sorry. my God. <clears throat> oh, so this is where we find that he's still got the pen. Okay. So, and, and the pen is properly placed in an evidence bag. And I'm just thinking... But it's in his desk drawer. How much DNA could this pen have on it? He never put it in a bag or anything. He just had, like, a napkin. (laughs) He probably wiped it all off. Like, what? Anyway. (laughs) The whole thing's ridiculous. Yeah. And you're upset that you were taken off the case. Why don't you say, hey, run this? Like, I just don't understand. If you're trying to to win a case, don't you run everything right away? Right. I I mean, maybe I'm off. I don't know. No, you're absolutely right. So, (laughs) thank you for your confidence. No, absolutely. So, later on, the captain comes to Mike's house, and he's like... We ran the we ran the pen. Dean's prints matched other like robbery prints that we had. So this is a shady ass suit. Exactly. And Ramos sucks as a nanny. So you're back in biz in the nanny business. The the people want you back. Like whatever. So he's like, well, where's Dean? Well, Dean's mm-hmm. vanished. Of and course. so they've got to figure out. They've got to find Dean, right? So I I have so many problems with this. Oh, I know. Like, who would call as, somebody back that but, like I don't get that. But as a cop, don't you run everybody? At least background checks on everyone associated. Yeah, man, you do. Mm-hmm. And you, you have really a theory, do. and you have arrows and names. Don't you check on those names? I know. I know. I know. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Oh my God! And the the mom. He gets back to the house, and the mom is wearing that damn necklace again. <laughs> Just like I can't take this. I gotta take a picture of this necklace too and put that on the Instagram because it looks so freaking terrible. It is ridiculous. It's so Walmart variety. Um, so anyway, everybody's happy again. Ava's back in the play. Whatever. Um, what's his name's black eye is gone. Yep. So they run into Warner and the other nannies, mm-hmm. and uh, he finds out about the bracelet that Jesse got from Dean. Um, and But nobody's seen Jesse either. She, she disappeared too. She is also missing. Yeah, because Dean and Jesse apparently have had this wild toward the Trist, yes, exactly. And I'm thinking to myself, really? Like, did she really run off with him? And I think they try to make it seem like, oh, maybe Jesse was in it with Dean or whatever, whatever. We know well, that's At this point, true. no one in the neighborhood suspects Dean at no, all. No, no. <laughs> he creeps out your nanny. Yeah, he keeps out. Well, where's Dean? Well, oh, he just, I don't know. But nobody he seems out. to... Yeah. And, and, he and called Jesse, out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he actually called out. No, but that's what he said, like, yeah. and, and then Jesse's gone, and no one's, like, yep. rushing anywhere. I'd be... Anyway. It's a lot. The rushing comes later, because once um, Logan decides... Logan decides that it's... Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Warner. Warner. That it's all Warner, and he's doing this on purpose, yep. and he had Dean working for him. So he just calls the chief and says, meet me here, and goes and confronts Warner. And bring back up. <laughs> bring back up. And he rushes there, and they get out, and the guy's like, yeah, I'm going bankrupt. No, I didn't steal from my neighbors. 
And, and he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, okay, yeah. And he looks all pissed off. And then he gets in his car, or his van. And then he, follow me. And then he goes to election headquarters. And this is like six or seven other police cars, people. Uh, it's ridiculous. And they're they're like 19, 1993. We're going back to 1993 with the pajamas. That's the kind of cop cars they're driving, too. Like, yes. people... It's like but caravan of cops. He's racing to get to the <laughs> political headquarters. They're in an empty parking lot, and he cannot even park straight. He just <laughs> drive. Everyone else parks straight except for him in the minivan. I don't know why that bothered me so much. I was just like, <laughs> anyway, With the parking. So at this point, they run into Cookie at headquarters, and Cookie they start asking her about Dean, and she's like, I don't know Dean. Okay, so then... You're related to him. Come on. Yeah. So then Cookie brings them to this garden center. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Go ahead. It's like a warehouse on the other side of the parking lot. So they have her leading them over. It is the longest sequence in the entire movie. Could she have walked any fucking slower? (laughs) And she walks acting like she's all like nervous and stuff. Yeah. Like she's kind of dumb. Like she likes to play this like ditzy blonde, you know, that like... Oh she, yeah! She walks over, opens the door. They all go in. They all go in, and then she locks them in. Yeah, and Cookie just walks out because nobody's really watching her. No, they. She locks them in a where like really. And somebody even said, "Watch her." Yes. <laughs> and then they proceeded not to watch her uh, for one second. Then she just leaves it and locks yes. them in there. It was ridiculous. And they get out with a crowbar. It was insane. Of course Cameron did it, because that's what this is. Yeah. Um, so then, like... Dean and Jesse are in the camper. Yes. The there's an RV. Camper. There's a campaign RV. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Because they have the, 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 the mayor candidate, plus Dean, plus Jesse. And I'm like, what? Why are we throwing McNamara in here now? Yes. It's just his camper. Right. He had really nothing to do with any of this. Well, and we find out later he did, but this, like, right, really, right, right, right. Like, you don't even bring any of that up. Anyway. So, of course, like, there I was, was this laughing whole, so hard. This, this was hilarious. Jason had a lot to say about this. Then, like, they're, so they're in this, like, bit of a chase with the yeah, RV. The, cop, the five to seven cow cars <laughs> are chasing this RV. This one RV. The RV that can't take turns. <laughs> Like a car because it's so big, right? Is outrunning police cars <laughs> who are missing turns, having to back up and doing three point turns <laughs> three to point follow turns. this. I'm like, are you fucking serious, people? Oh it's and obvious that the camper is turning for the <laughs> 300 feet length. It is. see one of those long ass vehicles turn right <laughs> their front wheels are on the other street before you can even begin to turn there's no excuse for you going straight oh my god robin okay you're right you're right so of this course this bothers so, me ah oh. so mike ends up of course it's mike who heads off the rv and mm-hmm. so now it's surrounded by popo and people and got guns off, wait they head off the rv because it runs into a trash can. It's in the middle of an empty street, and there's nothing on it. And he's looking behind him. Dude, if you're in a real RV, there is no rear view mirror. It's only side mirrors, people. Because your rear view is that fake-ass kitchen in the RV, right? So you can't see behind you. So he turns over his shoulder and runs into a fucking trash can. People! 
this is the worst. Or like these people don't know how to drive. I don't know who. Anyway, so, but, and then the, one uh, trash can, mind you, not even five or whatever. There's like a trash can in the recycle bin. Oh my god. <laughs> these people got guns. This they do. Is they have very unhallmarked. They, they have guns and stuff. Um, really, water guns that are painted black. But still. <laughs> So this is where Jesse finds out that Mike is an undercover detective. But it's this whole dramatic scene where, like, she's coming out of the RV and she's like, oh, my God, Mike, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm an undercover cop. (laughs) I was working undercover. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. And she's just like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine because she's got a gun pointed at her. It's, anything is fine like this and really like how did you not know that he was one of the worst cops in history <laughs> so then uh, and then they we, do the flashback is it really good flashback <laughs> with cookie is a cookie yeah it's where they do the flashback with cookie how she's learning so they be, no so this is how this is like the scooby-doo moment where like the oh scooby-doo oh my god it's so good it is the mask is off so now they have to like totally run down how everything went down yeah because you're not smart enough no, you can't figure it out. So we have to learn that Cookie, when she was a nanny, she was, like, befriending all the nannies in the neighborhood and, like, letting, you know, they were letting her into the house. And then she was watching them punch in the security codes. And that's how they knew the security codes. McNamara's involved because he needed dirt on the other incumbent candidate. So he made up, like, he needed the string of robberies yeah, to happen. Yeah, he orchestrated what it. What better than in her own neighborhood? She can't even keep her own neighborhood safe in order for all of this to go down in. Yeah. So... so he does that to win. Yes, Cookie he does that to number. win. She yes. has credit card debt, so Dean's like, yes. "Give me these numbers, and I'll pay your debt off." Yeah, I'll pay your bills, girl. Uh, pay your telephone bill. Um, so <laughs> pay your automobile. Yeah. Guys, it's late. I'm oh, wait, just, it's so fucking late. Okay, so um, there's so what's hilarious though is that so we learn everything. This is so fucking Scooby Doo, you guys. So we learn everything. And then, like, nobody says anything about meddling kids. But what happens is... They pretty um, much Dean, who's supposed to be apprehended at this point, ends up, like, str- getting out of his yeah, whatever. Because they're not really holding him. He's and just then, standing there. He's just standing there. And then, so he wriggles out of it and, like, whatever. And then he tra- he grabs um, Jesse... And like he's gonna, he's got a gun to her head, and he's like, oh, and everybody's like, oh my god, this is the god. most shocking thing ever in a Hallmark movie. So shocking. And then she, we learn later that she takes self defense courses, but she basically like knees him in the balls or whatever, or, yeah, or something. Yeah, she gets out of it. Yeah, she gets out of it herself, and then they're able, of course, like you know, Logan is there to like really make sure that he gets apprehended this time, yeah. and to, all of to this make stuff. sure. Yes, and then there's this whole part where he's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Oh my, he totally overacts. Are you okay? Overacts. And then is like brilliantly shocked that she could take care of herself. Jason did so, so many on. impressions of that. Oh my gosh. I would love to see that. Are you okay? It was so great. It was freaking hilarious. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's this whole, yeah, they're both and like is just getting there. hot. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm a politician. I just got caught. Are you kidding me? Olivia Pope would have been in there. He would have been out. He would have been snuck out. Okay. None of that would have happened. She would have had to fix all that shit. Um, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day... Then, oh my, and then... And then Dean leaves, uh, presumably with the cops. We don't know, because we don't see it. Don't All the cops it. disappear. Now, suddenly nobody else is there but the two of them. Yeah, Logan and Jesse, and they kiss, and then he's like, Hey, I gotta get to basketball tryouts. You wanna come with me? And I'm like, really? 
Like a gun was just to her head, but you kissed and made up, and, and now I it's think that, basketball tryouts. Yeah, that dude held her for like over twelve 20, hours yeah. in this camper. Like she's unshowered, she doesn't brush her teeth. Like, can you let her go home and like change and like you can see her later? Does she have to go to the kids' events with you? Yeah, so but that was her first date. So cool. Good. Right. And all I'm thinking of is if you apprehended someone, we know you're a bad cop because we've seen it play out. Right. Don't you have paperwork to do? <laughs> Don't you have to book them, Dano? Dano? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a great ending. That's a great fucking ending. Y'all, it was good to do something a little different. This was so fun. So fun. Um, and it, I was laughing through this whole thing. This was not mystery to me at all. This was yeah. not scary. I was dying laughing at no, all of this. It was really, really funny. And again, Cameron Matheson is just he, delightful. He's charmed. Sarah Lancaster was great in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she's always just very good at whatever she does at being that like leading girl um whatever person that is whatever that is and everybody else was fine um so let's see believability no <laughs> no no cop is gonna become a nanny okay, undercover no <laughs> if you're that bad you're gonna get fired right like no just bad no um, um you can't just walk out and talk to all these nannies <laughs> and be expected to be brought into the flock yeah and only just kind of remember your job sometimes um, no, and I hope that this is true. No one is going to let you into their house and be the nanny of their kid without an interview. No, not one Like, yeah, the agency did a background check, but... Yeah, mm, that's not legit. No. no. It's not cool. Um, cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty cheesy. Yeah. Oh, did we even do a number for believability? No, believability. Like zero. No, zero. Zero okay. believability. Cheese factor is probably four and a half. Four and a half. For sure. Super cheese. And so much of that is just Cameron Matheson's acting, you know? He's just... Yeah. He does overact it, quite a bit. He does. I think he has to with the writing. Yes. Because if he didn't, it would be oh, so bad. So bad. And dry and stuff. Um, it, he makes it fun, which is very good. But it does make it cheesier. Mm-hmm. Um, stereotypes. Stereotypes. Yes. Yeah, in that, like... Well, assuming the nannies don't know what they're doing. Right. Like, calling them out, assuming that the the, the female detective, she's good at being a detective, so she has to suck at being a female. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> Guys, we don't turn our ovaries in just because we want to be in a company or yeah. we want to have a masculine job. We still have them, thank you. That's a great way to say that. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. she doesn't have to be, like, a mas- like a dude. Like, they made her, like, a dude. It was really gross. Um, chemistry. Chemistry was there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they've. I would give them a four out of five on chemistry, you mm-hmm. know. My only thing with the chemistry is that, I mean, Cameron, he's cool and everything, but, like, I feel like sometimes they pair him with these women that are much younger than him. They do, yeah. Just like with Danica McKellar, you know, in the Very, Very Valentine. It was just like... It's because you can't <sighs> actually... I can't you can't cast him. a woman in her 30s because she should have already had kids by now. Right, exactly. Like, he, he like, there's a point. I mean, Cameron Matheson is on his way to 50, probably. I mean, he's mm-hmm. in his late 40s. And he looks good and all of that. But you can still, you still get this more dad vibe from him than, like, hot guy vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not quite there. So, yeah, for me, like... 
chemistry was good, but it felt daddish a little bit. Yeah. Because she is clearly 10 to 15 years younger than him in yeah. real life. I'll give you that. She's probably not 32, but she's probably in her mid-30s. And he's she was in born his in late 1980. 40s. Oh, so she, she, oh, okay, she's, so she's 39. Yeah. yeah. So, or she's 38. So, and he's 47, I think. So, 10 years, like I said. Okay, fine. And... Diversity. Diversity. Ugh. All the minority parts, they had more minority parts than some other yeah. movies. Mariah was cool. She seemed they, fine. They, they spoke. <laughs> right? There was one person right. that jumped partner. But other than that, yeah. the others had... T'Challa. <laughs> he was cool. He was funny. Oh, my God. He had more lines. He reminded me of Tiki Barber, though, more than... Yeah, he did. He had he did have a tiki barber esque. That's very true. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or Rondi, one of the two. They're twins. Um But yeah, I just Yeah. Glasses of Prosecco on this one, what do we think? This is gonna be one of those where if it's raining and there's nothing else to do. It's kinda of middle of the road, right? Don't watch it if you actually want to see a mystery. Yeah, because you'll figure it out way too soon. And it'll make you angry, like it makes you <laughs> Like, there's nothing worse than a mystery that you solve. And you're yeah, like, wow, the writing no is fun. that bad. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, it's not like I felt like my life was wasted. No, no, I, no. I laughed in the, I laughed through the whole freaking thing. No, it was very entertaining. It was very fun. Yeah. I had a good time. So with I'll it. give it about three. Yeah. Probably, because yeah. we've had some ones where I would not watch them ever again. No. This one is, yeah, like I said, middle of the road. I don't need I think to watch it again, but if it's on and there's nothing else on. Yeah. It'll entertain me for a little bit. Fair. Fantastic. All right. I have no idea what we're watching next, but nope. we'll, we'll keep you on your toes. Absolutely. And that's what we do, people. We keep you on your toes so that you can have as much fun with this as we do. Cruel summer, people. <laughs> Lean into it. All right, guys. We've had so much fun. Have a good one. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. We'll talk to you soon on Happily Never After.